Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, we... Well, first of all, it's 1st of December. Guys, time to set up some new aspirational goals and what's even more important, to make some plans to support those goals and probably what's even more important to work the plan so make the plan and work the plan or plan the work and uh, work the plan i guess that's how the saying goes uh anyhow today is december 1st and we are starting this month with some sugar talk and some gut microbiome talk. And it's all related, guys. Uh, you know, body, I mean, most of the things are related. We are different systems put together in one organism. So if something isn't working somewhere, it's probably going to affect quite a few other systems directly or not directly. Uh, these days, guys, uh, a lot of people seems to be working on cutting sugar, cutting sugar out of our lives, our meals, uh, uh, because it just doesn't do any good to human beings. And here are a few uh, reasons why you might consider cutting out sugar, you know, because what I noticed in my practice is when people really understand why something might not be serving them, they really start looking for ways to change that thing that isn't working for them, you know, to cut it out like sugar or to change it somehow when it's something else. But a lot of times we just don't understand why we should do that. Like, what's the big deal, you know, with that cookie or that candy every other hour or that uh, syrup in my coffee or that glass of soda? You know, what's the big deal? So today we are talking about that. What's that big deal is about when it comes to sugar. So sugar, guys, um, one of the ways... Uh, many ways how sugar affects our life is sugar when we eat sugar or when we drink sugar a lot of people are consuming most of their sugar in forms of different drinks sodas um i don't know sprite cola or any other soda you know even kombucha if you put a lot of sugar in it it's no different than coke no matter how many live bacteria was used to make that kombucha, there still might be a lot of sugars. So guys, be aware uh, or beware of those drinks that uh, might scream at you on the front label that they are healthy and good for you, but have tons of sugar. And how you know? Uh, well, you look at the label and see the amount of sugars that they put there. You know, not, not a lot of, not in all countries they put added sugars, but sugars almost in every country on the nutrition label, you can see the amount of sugar there is. And uh, in most countries these days, you can also see added sugars. And there is a lot, and if there is a lot of added sugars, even if there is some added sugar, it means it's there. But anyhow, guys, so what sugar does uh, when we consume it in any form, any added sugar, it crowds out other foods that do not contain any sugar. So what I mean by crowding out other things? 
Like if you start your day with a croissant and some coffee with, I don't know, vanilla, hazelnut syrup, uh, syrup, by the way, guys, it's liquid sugar. So just so you know, when you order your frappuccino or some fancy drink with vanilla syrup, uh, that thing has sugar and that's why your coffee ends up being sweet. Uh, so you might uh, be drinking just as much sugar in your coffee and tea drinks as you might have been drinking in, I don't know, sodas or, or kombuchas or juices. Um, so every time and any time we consume sugar in our croissants or our coffees or cookies or um, candy, we eat less of more nutritious foods, of whole foods, because sugar has this effect on our brain. It kind of hijacks our brain. And when our brain gets its fix in the form of glucose or sugar, uh, it's not hungry anymore. It, it doesn't send you signals for other nutrition anymore. It's like you get this fix for energy at least, and your brain isn't sending your signals for some time for more nutrient-dense foods, like, for example, vegetables or fish or meat. You just aren't hungry for other stuff, and that's the problem. Uh, if you aren't hungry for nutritious stuff, you're not going to be eating it on a regular basis or consistently. And if you aren't eating it, you aren't getting all the vitamins and minerals that your body still needs. Uh, and again, besides sensing that energy, that, uh, you know, those glucose levels, uh, your brain doesn't sense a lot of other nutrients all that well. That's why people end up having all these deficiencies that end up uh, being a lot of health problems, you know, sometimes dangerous for our life. Like if you don't get enough vitamin C, for example, right, um, your gums might start to bleed or, you know, teeth falling out and your internal organs might start bleeding too because vitamin C is involved in um production of collagen that is in all the membranes and um, outer layers of our internal organs. So you might have start having internal bleedings because you aren't having vitamin C. But your brain will, will not, in most cases, tell you, you know, go and eat oranges. I mean, it might send you some signals that you need to eat something like green vegetables and fruit. That's what uh, people back in days where vitamin C deficiency was common, would say like sailors, they would come back home and they would um, crave all those plants that with vitamin C in them. And they would eat all these vegetables and fruit and that they had like insatiable craving for those because they were missing vitamin C for so long. But besides, you know, that's like really acute deficiencies, your brain really sends you such vivid images of foods that you need to be eating. Um, so what I'm trying to get to you is you aren't going to be feeling that you're missing vitamin, but I don't know, B1 that is essential for um, some nerve function, energy production. You aren't going to be getting those cravings. And when you get your sugar fix, you're not going to be getting, you're not going to be hungry again for a lot of nutritious stuff. You might want to, at some point, eat more sugar because that's what your brain uh, gets used to, getting this 
quick and delicious and pleasurable uh, fix and that's why you crave more sugar but not other foods so the point is when you eat more sugar other foods just you know notice it with yourself how when on the days when you eat a lot of different sugary snacks and and drinks and drinks with sugar uh, you eat less meals that's what happens and again it kind of hijacks our brain and our whole system so that's a huge danger of sugar because people consume a lot of sugary stuff and when you ask them so what about your meals what did you eat today a lot of times that's all people eat like some croissant for breakfast some sugary uh i don't know cereal or a smoothie for lunch and um for dinner like i don't know pizza or something that has a lot of sugar, simple sugar in a form of white flour. And that's what you get. And then you're not hungry for anything else. Like do this experiment for a day. For, no, actually I suggest for a couple of days, two, three days. Do not eat anything with sugar or flour and see how much hungry you're gonna get for things like vegetables and fruit and meats and uh, uh, all these other foods. So try this experiment but you need to do it right so uh, you need to eliminate all the sugar from all of your drinks and all of your foods the obvious ones of course but then also all the white flour products like bread or pasta uh, or you know anything any pastries uh, whole grains are fine but flours aren't um, so nothing baked nothing made with flour like pasta again uh, eliminate all of those and see how much hungry you're gonna get for vegetables and fruits and nuts and meat and fish uh, that's like 100% guys so do this experiment just as an experiment um, the other thing that sugar does it has added sugars the more refined the more pronounced the effect is so added sugars uh, make our blood sugar levels fluctuate a lot because uh, added sugars are processed really fast especially in liquid form even faster than in any other foods uh, so they affect our blood sugar a lot uh, we consume that sugar for example in your morning coffee and your blood sugar spikes and your body has to release a lot of insulin that controls your blood sugar or lowers it, lowers it and you know stabilize it so your blood your body has to release a lot of that to lower your sugar uh, really fast because if we have too much sugar in our blood uh, everything starts to stick all the proteins that are supposed to do a lot of vital functions, they start to stick and we might die very soon. So our blood uh, is supposed to have certain blood sugar and no more, no less. Uh, it's a very vital uh, property of a healthy human body, probably a lot of other organisms too. So our body has to maintain certain blood sugar. And when it is not able to do so, like you can die, literally. Um, so we consume sugar, especially in liquid form, our blood sugar spikes, our body releases a lot of insulin to bring, bring it down, but our body always trying to be on the safe side and just to make sure that we have enough insulin to lower blood sugar uh, enough. So our body usually overshoots the insulin and so our blood sugar goes all the way down 
And for our brain, what's happening at the same time in our brain? So at first, you get the spike of sugar and your brain is super happy. Like, oh my God, we're getting all this sugar and all this glucose because uh, glucose is preferred fuel for the brain. It's very happy when it's getting that. Um, so your brain is like, oh my God, we have all this sugar. And then insulin comes in and it brings your blood sugar down and a lot of times down, down, because again, to be on the safe side. So uh, the body releases more insulin and then blood sugar all of a sudden goes all the way down. And your brain now is like, oh my God, the blood is down. We are hungry. We aren't getting glucose and we're going to die. So that's what your brain is thinking when blood sugar goes all the way down because of the insulin. And then your brain will send sharp, fast signal that you need to get some of that fast glucose again, otherwise your brain going to just shut down. And then that's where you get another craving for your sugary stuff. And you're going to be reaching for more and eating, again, less nutritious stuff because nutritious stuff does not deliver sugar that fast. But what also happens, every time that blood sugar goes up and down, you get spike of energy, so you feel all energetic and ready to go. And then when the blood sugar goes down, you feel hungry and low on energy. But notice, guys, that is only perceived levels of energy. Like our bodies, uh, for most of us, have more fat that we can burn for energy, uh, then we need to run a marathon on an empty stomach. So we always have a lot of energy in our body itself in the form of fat. We are fat-storing creatures. We store fat for energy. So we do have energy, but our brain thinks, because of all these blood sugar fluctuations, that we don't have any energy. And so now you're hungry, you're low on energy perceived energy. You think you're low on energy when you aren't really. And you are reaching for that net next sugary drinks. So what happens, guys? What I want you to understand, your blood, your blood sugar fluctuates. That affects your energy levels, perceived energy levels. And so you feel down or low on energy or up once you get your sugar fix again. So up and down, up and down. And your productivity also goes up and down, up and down. And your emotions also go um, high, low, high, low, high, low. And that's what you are probably experiencing if you are eating sugary stuff on a regular basis. Up and down, up and down. Your productivity, your energy levels, your emotional states, because emotions are also highly correlated with uh, your energy levels and your blood sugar levels. And so that's why you also might want to consider cutting sugar out of your life, because if you don't want to have those ups and downs, um, lows and highs in your mood and in your energy and constantly like craving that you know next fix that's why you want to um, cut out sugar of your life and there are many methods we're not talking about those today but that's another reason why you should really consider cutting out sugar of your life your personality your life, your energy levels, they're all going to be so much more balanced. A lot of it has to do with sugar, guys. A lot of those stressors and uh, emotional roller coasters, a lot of them has to do with sugar. My personality changed completely. I just don't get those anymore, like those uh, blue moods, you know, being low, being sad. I just don't get there because, well, because my blood sugar is stable. Um... Also, guys, 
blood sugar has an acute effect on our immune system. So every time we eat sugar, it suppresses uh, those good gut micro microbes living in our gut that create certain compounds or substances that um, boost our immune system. So uh, sugar actually suppresses those gut bacteria and their functions like that they aren't fun they don't function well in that sugary high sugar environment and every time you eat sugar you suppress the function of your own immune system and we need our immune system especially now guys and so every time you eat sugar you are creating conditions to to get infectious diseases viruses bacteria can sabotage your systems much better much um not better because it's not good for you but much easier so every time you eat sugar your immune system is compromised uh you can google you know immune function and sugar consumption and you'll find a lot of articles and that's why it's also important to cut out sugar of our lives because now we have pandemic god knows what we can have i don't know a year from now so we need our immune system to be strong and that's why we need to cut out sugar at least for that guys and then there is this thing about sugar guys it feeds pro-inflammatory bacteria and different um different microorganisms in our gut that uh create all these um non-beneficial for human beings compounds that again increase inflammation um start different rotting processes in our body or uh, fermentation processes that aren't good so uh, by eating sugar you feed those bacteria that create that um, nasty environment in our body in, in our gut and throughout our whole body and uh, sugar does not uh, sugar also suppresses the biodiversity in our gut so the more sugar we eat the less biodiversity of different uh gut bacteria especially beneficial ones we usually have that's what you know all the kind of uh, all the studies all the research that we have uh shows in mice uh, a lot of times and in people often um and so uh, i want to share with you this uh recent study uh, out of um, University of Japan in Tsukuba that um, they were investigating the uh, connection between uh, gut microbiome and sleep. They were doing it in mice because, you know, mice are easier and more ethical to work with than start experiments that can negatively affect human health so um that's why you know a lot of studies are on mice not in people because it's not ethical to do something that you think might uh um might harm someone's health so anyhow among the many negative health outcomes that may be driven by changes to our gut microbiome is poor sleep so um we just talked that sugar negatively affects uh biodiversity or yeah about biodiversity different gut beneficial gut bacteria that are in our gut so sugar affects it negatively sugar feeds bad guys not good guts and so with recent research uncovering links between the gut biodiversity and alterations to 
uncovering the link yeah, between alterations to the community of bacteria living in our bellies and sleep. New study out of Japan's University of Tsukuba is shining yet more light on this relationship, describing how depleted diversity of microbes in the gut can lead to disrupted sleep in mice. And I'm just going to read you the conclusion. Conclusion: We found that microbe depletion eliminated serotonin in the gut. And we know that serotonin levels in the brain can affect sleep-wake cycles, he said, thus changing which microbes are in the gut by altering diet has the potential to help those have trouble sleeping. What they are saying here, guys, is that uh, by altering our diet, and one of those alterations is cutting out sugar, we change the uh, kinds and the amount of different gut microbes that we have in our gut. And good gut bugs produce serotonin. Most of the serotonin is produced in our gut. And serotonin is that neurotransmitter or that substance that then travels to our brain and seems to affect our sleep and wake cycle. And so whenever we feed with sugar, bad gut bacteria, our gut produces less serotonin. And then there is less serotonin in our brain because that's where that serotonin goes, I mean, part of it. Uh, so there is less serotonin to travel to, to our brain and less serotonin from studies uh, has been shown to be linked to poor sleep quality. So that's another reason to cut out sugar, guys. Sugar actually... Um, does affect your sleep in so many ways. And it's not just from this study, uh, but uh, also observational studies, people who showed that people who eat a lot of sugar, they have a lot more problems with sleep. So if you are having troubles with sleep, it might also be your sugar habit. So that's it for our sugar talk for today, guys. Hopefully you got uh, many more reasons to cut out sugar. And now it's all about um, finding a way for you to, to do that. And again, remember that sugar, uh, I'm talking about here about added sugars, processed sugars in the form of white uh, flowers. I mean, any kind of flour, actually seed flour. I'm not talking about nut flour because they are fundamentally different. Uh, so sugar in the form of flour or pizza, pasta, and anything made out of flour, croissants, right? Sugar in the form of different sweeteners, uh, syrups um, in your coffees, um, honey, agave, all of that, they are also um, highly refined sugar-like substances. Uh, so when you're cutting out sugar, uh, the only sweet things that you consume are whole fruit, not fruit juice, fruit smoothies, because those also have different effect on our blood sugar. But I highly recommend you to stick with whole fruit, like maybe a banana uh, or, um, I don't know, any fruit that you like. Uh, so maybe this week, you know, every time you feel like a sugary drink or, you know, coffee or soda or frappuccino, or every time you feel like having some sugary snack um, or granola bar, you know, the same sugar, uh, try to eat a um, piece of whole fruit or, you know, whole banana. Um, maybe this week do this. That might be something that you start with and then move to other things. So again, uh, sugar uh, is flowers. Sugar is um, 
all the sweeteners and also juices and smoothies, evaporated cane juices, all those are sweeteners and juices. Um, and also, please, guys, do not go for artificial sweeteners. Uh, more and more studies are coming out showing that artificial sweeteners have a lot of negative effects on our gut microbiome. And we know uh, from more and more studies that uh, affecting our gut microbiome negatively will eventually have negative a lot of negative effects on our health. So no artificial sweeteners. If you want something sweet, eat fruit, whole fruit, not some juice again or smoothie. Um, that's it for today, guys. If you have any questions uh, about how you might go about cutting out sugar, if you have any questions about what is sugar and what is not sugar, always feel free to reach out on any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, my, via email, Angela at Create Yourself, that today reach out, ask me any question, questions, I'm more than happy to help you out. And don't forget to share this episode with one other person who you might uh, start working with, not working with, but uh, who, you, who together with you might start working on cutting out sugar. So together we do everything better, guys. So please do share this episode, maybe with a whole family. And guys, as usual, thank you for tuning in. Have an amazing month of December. And Till next time, eat better daily.